everyone. Welcome back to Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. I'm Anthony Toma, your host, along with S.D. Elias, my very special co-host uh, in many ways, the, oh, the, yeah. the master. Okay. She's uh, proven her worth so far these last few episodes. Thank you. Um, we're here with Joseph uh, Babby, here right here in the middle. Uh, for uh, Joseph Paul Digital Media, it's a uh, SEO specialist company. SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization, and he's the man. So why don't you kick us off by telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the uh, SEO business. Yeah, so um, I actually went to school for accounting. Uh, you can imagine that I don't do much with that anymore. Hmm. Um, I actually read a book on how to develop an iPhone app and immediately quit my job after and developed an iPhone app, racked up a bunch of credit card debt, borrowed money from my brother. And by the time it was released, uh, I didn't have any money to market it. So I actually researched on how to do SEO on my own because that was the cheapest way to do it at the time when you did it, on your, when you did it by yourself. And so uh, through my SEO work, I was able to get the app to go to number 12 in the United States, number seven in Japan, and like number three in the Ukraine. So- Wow. Uh, it was pretty cool. And it, to me, it just proved like, oh man, this, this thing's real. And so I enjoyed it so much that I just started doing it for other companies. And, you know, seven years later now, uh, we're, you know, here we are. So. Very nice. Uh, so search engine optimization for the audience out there that doesn't know what that is or means kind of explain what it is, how it works and how you, uh, utilize it to benefit businesses that hire your agency. Yeah, definitely. So um, a lot of people, you know, when you, you hear them say, Google it, right? And so usually when they say Google it, it's because you have a question. And usually when you have a question, there's a purchase that's going to happen at the end of that question. And so what we do is, is we actually do the research to see what questions people are asking Google and actually put those answers onto your website so that Google wants to feed your website as an answer. So you're getting like really highly targeted people that are interested in what you do. So let's say, for example, uh, I'm working for our, I'm doing work for Armor Valley right now and I'm doing the SEO for his website. When someone actually he called me yesterday and, and he said someone searched mortgage broker near me and he was the one he said they, that's how they found me. And so that's like the power of SEO. Wow. That's amazing. I am just like so impressed with you mentioned earlier, you got to like number 12 in the US. Can you tell us more about like that excitement and that feeling? I mean, you're a huge asset to our community having this knowledge and you're probably the only Chaldean that has an app that was number 12. So can you just tell us more about like that moment and, and just that chapter of your life? Yeah. So um, it was it was a very scary moment, very unsure of uh, what was going to happen with it. Right. And so um just managing the app itself and the development of it because i'm not a developer um i'm actually i'm really good at managing people uh, and then i learned seo so um i actually went through some trials where the people that were developing my app liked it so much that they try to run up the costs and steal it whoa and so or own part of it through an angel investor and so um fighting that for a uh, year and a half, and then like, I, I think I was like 24, 25 at the Gosh. time, so wasn't mature enough to handle that kind of situation. Um, but once we did finally get it out and we actually won, um, getting it to number 12 was like super exciting because through the SEO work, I was able to get interviewed by Channel 7 News. Oh 
I was able to get interviewed by um, TechCrunch. And so they actually featured me as like one of their favorite apps because it was a it was an alarm clock. It was during daylight savings time or whenever you leap forward, whatever that one's called, mm -hmm. um, where you actually had to play a game to turn off this alarm. So the alarm would go off, there's no snooze, and you had to play tic-tac-toe or there was I've a lever game. I've heard of that, or I've seen people do that. Like they'll like be you know, playing a game to, so, so that was your app. So yep, that was my app. That's incredible and you should be so proud of yourself. <laughs> There's people that probably spend millions of dollars on their company and it doesn't get to, you know, top 20. And like the fact that you as a 24 year old are just, this is your first time doing it. And so, yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah. I, I attribute it to reading books. Like I said, I read a yeah. book and it taught you how to build it to how to market it. I need to read more books, Anthony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Audio books are my thing. Yeah. So what um, does your company right now, it's Joseph Paul Digital Agency. Yep. Tell us like what you offer. So right now what we offer is, is, and like our main focus is SEO. So what SEO does is some people mistaken it for when you pay to get on the top of Google. Mm -hmm. Well, we make sure that you show up organically, right? And the reason why we do that is because once you start to build a brand, the bigger brands that have more spend than you will actually come in and spend money on your brand name. So there's a brand called Oliver Thomas here in Birmingham. And so Lululemon and Wilson will both actually bid on their name. So when people search Oliver Thomas on Google, you'll actually see ads for Lululemon. Oh, I see. And Wilson and Nike. And so she's never gonna be able to outspend Lululemon or Nike or Wilson. So when you go organic, you can actually build this moat where it actually takes time and effort to show up on the first page of Google for yeah. those key terms. So who, who is Oliver Thomas? So Oliver Thomas uh, is a tennis bag brand mm -hmm. it, that's based in Birmingham. And so their big thing is, is that their bags are stylish, but they're also machine washable. So it's a, it's a bag that you can actually take to the tennis court and then go to uh, Commonwealth after and show off the bag. And you handle their SEO? <laughs> so we're in the talks right now, yeah. and so that's why I know so much information gotcha. about them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've had some pretty cool, interesting clients. So if you're- Do you wanna share some of those? Yeah. Oh, sure. So um, if you're familiar with, with the NFL, Mm -hmm. uh, Sean Springs, who was a Pro Bowl cornerback, yep. actually started in an engineering company and he was probably my third client. And so they actually That's invented cool. these helmets that mm -hmm. inflate, like they, they inflate and deflate depending on how hard you get Contact. hit. Oh my gosh. It's like an airbag. Yeah, it's an airbag, yeah. right? For your airbag head. for a helmet. Yeah, yeah, for your head. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So we were able, and it was funny because at the time I was working for General Motors mm -hmm. and that's how I met him. He actually went to my LinkedIn and said, uh, hey, I just noticed you did SEO. Do you want to do mine? Okay. Which was <laughs> crazy for me. Yeah. And so it's, I, I honestly really truly think that's like, you know, that, that was in God's hands that I was able to make that connection. So what's the process from start to finish for a client? And then what, what does a client need to have in order for them to get started developing an SEO or a footprint or an electronic footprint? To, so that people can find them. Yeah, so I think what's most important is the foundation, is, is your website built mm -hmm. soundly. And it's a, it's a real shame because uh, I've got, I, I looked through so many websites and people just throw up websites and cosmetically they look great, mm -hmm. but the foundation is off. Mm -hmm. And so the foundation of your website is really important. So that's why we also do web development because if we, if we can't get the foundation of the website, you're just throwing money down the drain. Yeah. And so 
First, we make sure that the website has a good foundation and loads very fast. Google is super, super interested in fast loading websites for mobile users. They actually want you to load in like two seconds on 3G phones. And so uh, we start from there. And then after we do that, uh, a customer would need to know who their customer is mm -hmm. and uh, what their what what they what they want to get out of the customer. So some people just say, "I want more customers." Well, you sell ten products. Which products do you want to sell, right? And which which products are the easiest to sell? Which ones are the most profitable? And so from there, you got to make a decision on what you want to sell. And then from there, we do actually do the research to find out what questions are being asked around those products. Yeah. So that way we create that brand awareness for you and lead them into your sales funnel so that you can sell them. And the beauty part is, is that these people are warm. They're actually actively searching for what it is that you sell. Mm -hmm. And so um, if you know Zaid Zato from Signature Insurance, um, he is... I don't. Oh, great guy. Probably yeah. should bring him on the show. Zaid. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> take that step, Zayn. Fill out the application. <laughs> so he he gets a bunch of leads from like my Google My Business. So that's the map pack that you see, mm -hmm. and we manage that. And so now, when people are searching home insurance near me, or maybe they're searching requirements to get a mortgage, yep, uh, or insurance requirements to get to get a mortgage, they're getting the information from him. So what you know, who do you think they're going to contact if you know, if they're going to follow through with, with what they're researching. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, what was I going to ask you? Sorry, it like slipped my mind. How do you feel about, this is like a little more off topic, but it's like in the digital space, but like with this whole joke that like, you'll talk about something and then it'll come up as an advertisement. <laughs> you talk, Cause that's actually happened multiple times. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that? phenomenon that's going on? It's funny because so I, I'm part of a, a group of guys that do digital marketing, right? And so I actually brought this up to them and they're, they're Facebook ads and Google ads guys. And so what they've actually brought up was is that it's not about, they're not listening to your phone, okay. but what they are doing is geofencing you. And so right now they're geofencing me mm -hmm. and I'm next to you and I'm next to you. Okay. And so now they're making assumptions that you and I have similar interests because we're about to spend an hour together and they're going to assume that you and I have similar interests because we're about to spend an hour together. Mm -hmm. Geofence, like they're, our phones are talking to each other kind of? Yeah, exactly. So okay. like right now, Facebook has our location, whether you like it or not. And so- Get me off of there. <laughs> <laughs> and so they understand that, all right, they spent a good amount of time with these people in one spot they haven't moved He's probably having a conversation with them. They've probably talked about similar topics. And so we're gonna we're gonna test out and see what ads we can feed this person that's to see creepy. what similar interests they have. That's very creepy. So I think that's what's happening. I don't think they are actually you don't think listening. Because one time I said something that it was very, very, very rare and specific and it popped up on my Instagram ads. And it really it was actually a company I worked for five years ago. And I said to my friend on the I never talk about it. I said yeah. it to her on the phone. I was like, Hey, remember when I worked for blah blah blah? And then I popped. Oh, really? Yeah. So were you at the location or you No, it was like, so it was in Oklahoma. I worked for a company in Oklahoma. Oh, wow. It was, yeah. Okay. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's really weird because like I've noticed it too where you run into someone that you haven't seen in forever. Yeah. And then you'll notice on your Facebook feed that you start to see more of their updates. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's crazy. Uh, it's a wild world. <laughs> well, I was going to say earlier too was, I mean, I think it's incredible what you've been able to accomplish given you didn't study. You said you studied accounting. Yeah. Not marketing, not like digital advertising, not like, you know, anything like that. That's that's amazing. Yeah. it's You know what I like about SEO? It's hard to learn, but it's learnable. Okay. Right. And um, it's a mix between being a nerd and being social. So actually... You know, have you ever heard the term read the room? Yeah. It's it's being a nerd with data, but also being able to read the room and seeing where people are going. Uh, that's why I think that's what I love most about it. it it's it's a lot of numbers, really. It, it, it It's weird to, to put it that way because it is words and you are trying to focus on a keyword, but it, it's, it's the data behind all of the the words that are that are being searched for and the number of times and it's 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 an equation yeah yeah so uh, true numbers accounting so and like some people will, will will get afraid when we show them like when i told you we do the keyword research mm-hmm. well we, we give you the words but we also give you the, the projected traffic that's going to come from those words and sometimes the traffic says zero yeah because there's just not enough data out there mm-hmm. but being an seo and this is where it's reading the room Type of, this is where it's part art, where yep. you find out like, hey, I know it says zero people are searching it, but this is a highly profitable word and we can tell just based on past experience, mm-hmm. right? So if you were to say, you know, um, modeling agency Birmingham, yep. I, I guarantee you that's gonna be a zero search term, right? Mm-hmm. But there are people in Birmingham that are probably searching that. Yep. And so the ROI on that word with the amount of competition it has is going to be through the roof, especially right. since you have a physical location in Birmingham. Right, right. That's amazing. Yeah. How did your family like? How do you explain to like your aunts and uncles and your parents uh, <laughs> what do you do like in Chaldean terms? They're like, yeah, yeah. What the hell are you doing on your computer? Yeah, exactly. So they. they <laughs> yeah, that's funny you bring that up because like I'll have family members call me and be like, "Hey, Joe, my computer broke." Well, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not an engineer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like we associate just. You're a tech guy. Yeah, yeah. That's what you do. So That's yeah, um, with my with my immediate family, it was kind of weird when I when I first quit my job. So like, I went from an accounting job to doing the iPhone app to going to GM, and then I quit the GM job. And both my brothers at the time worked at GM, and I kind of did it in secret because like my family is like they're super caring and they're you know they're risk averse when it comes to other people. And so I was like, if I don't do this in silence, I'm never gonna do wow. it. And so my, <laughs> so my brothers actually found out through the grapevine that I quit my job at General Motors. No and like my parents That's didn't so know bad. for like two weeks because I would wake up and act like I'm Go. going to work. That's so Chaldean. <laughs> I feel like every Chaldean has something they have to hide in one chapter of their life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Yours was that you quit your job. Oh my God, you went to work. I'm dead. That's hilarious. That's funny. So it kind of kept that discipline of waking up early. Uh, going for me at least. So it, it wasn't all bad. It wasn't t- that tough. So being in the SEO space for, for so long, what are some of the products or services that you've developed for yourself? I mean, I, I would I would assume that most people that are really, really good at, at the SEO side of things can pitch a product or service without touching it, right? Yeah, so um, I'm actually working on a few things. So. Um, uh, just like similar to, you know, real estate, right? Mm-hmm. People are investing in real estate to get passive income. Mm-hmm. I think that there's digital real estate, right? And so there's a thing called affiliate marketing. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm able to do is actually blog about products, 
and recommend them. And then every time someone buys those products, uh, we get a cut. Right. Right. And so before I wasn't doing it because I didn't really have a team mm -hmm. behind me because it's a lot of work to do SEO between writing, keyword research. You can hire all those people, though. Yeah, exactly. Third party, there's third party it, assets out there everywhere. Yeah, exactly. So uh, going from solopreneur to actual entrepreneur mm -hmm. is what made that shift. And so now what I'm trying to do is build up my digital real estate where I'm actually doing uh, product reviews and actually getting Very cool. getting uh, a cut of those of those sales. Yeah, yeah. Right. That we drive. And so we have uh, a, a product like that. And then I have a few other businesses that I'm going to be starting up where um, we're actually because half my team's in Mexico, we're going to be selling a product. Mm -hmm. Don't want to just divulge it just yet in yeah. Mexico because it's not widely available in Mexico. Gotcha. So um, we're, I'm slowly making that transition from, uh, not from client work, but I'm starting to balance out, you know, my portfolio between client work and personal mm -hmm. products. So you mentioned part of your team, where's the other part of your team and S maybe a partner or that you want to shout out or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, in terms of, part of my team is in Mexico and they're spread out, they're spread out uh, across the across Mexico. Mm -hmm. And then I have writers that are in California for particular niches. And then I have writers on the East Coast for the financial sector of my business. So we're talking mortgages, insurance, financial services, and um, uh, logistics. So mm -hmm. I'm doing quite a bit of work with a big logistics company uh, uh, down in Atlanta, right? A couple of them. So you mentioned earlier before we started rolling about translating a website or building yeah. a website in a different language? Yeah, yeah. So I have clients out in San Diego that actually um, have a big Mexican market out there. Mm -hmm. And so because my team is Mexican, they all went to elementary school in 100% English. So they all speak fluent English. Yeah. And then, but they also are Mexican, so they speak fluent Spanish and they all understand SEO. So what we actually do, if you ever see those buttons where you press it for Spanish or press it for English, we're actually um, we're actually able to organize the websites so to do Spanish SEO and English SEO and not have them compete against each other. And so I'm actually doing that currently in Arabic for St. Joseph right now. Really? So I try to donate uh, for the past three years. I've donated a website to a church. Mm -hmm. wow. So I did St. George during that. COVID. Cool. I did. I'm doing Saint, I, and then I did Saint Joseph, but they didn't really have the infrastructure to manage it. Mm -hmm. So now we're redoing it, and so it's going to be translated into Arabic and to English wow. because most of their most of their parishioners only yeah. speak Arabic or Chaldean. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. There, you know what it is? Is I don't think there's a font that supports it. We need to create right. that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know how to write either of them. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm still struggling with English. Uh, that's why I hire writers. Um, <laughs> so we try to donate a, a website to a church. And then so I actually spent some time in Mexico this year also where um, they said they had a large American uh, population that actually visits. Mm -hmm. And so we actually help them translate their website into English. So now that when American speaking people are oh, in town, they can actually know when masses are and actually go to the English masses. Cool. That's, that's beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love the philanthropy aspect. That's, that's so important. Wait, how do you manage all these things? Like 
You just mentioned like 20 different yeah. things that you do. How do you manage all of that? So we have great systems. I'm going to give a shout out to Maria. She's my rock star project manager. Okay. She is so organized. So if you look at her email, it looks like a bag of Skittles broke inside of her email because she's got everything so labeled and color coordinated. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> and That's then, cool. um, yeah, the philanthropy is probably the coolest part because I never thought I'd be doing it. So I'm actually wearing my yeah. jersey from Ankawa. I saw that. Tell us about that. So through the Shlama Foundation, I don't know if you've met Nora through the Shlama Foundation. Um, he said, hey, you know, the villages aren't communicating with each other. They're not really intermingling. So let's start a soccer league and get some sponsors. And so get them to hate each other even more. Yeah, exactly. Sure. It's actually funny. <laughs> funny story. Two of the two of the teams actually got into a fight <laughs> and Nor actually stopped the game. Oh, made them sit down and have chai together. Wow. Hang out until they actually shook hands That's and amazing. pulled off That's and amazing. then had them play again. That's phenomenal. It's awesome. So that's a great story, actually. It's yeah. pretty wow. cool. The so, chai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start having chai with people we don't like. Yeah, yeah. Chai time. Yeah, 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 chai time. So it's, it's join us for chai time. It's pretty cool because like I never thought that I'd have my name on a jersey, let alone be able to do something and do good yeah. back in Iraq. So is Paul your middle name? Yeah, Paul yeah, is so, my middle name. Okay. So if they search uh, Joseph Paul Digital Agency, Agency yeah. you'll come up, right? Of course. So how else will they find you? Yeah. So. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It is, I think it's uh, JPDA underscore SEO. Okay. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, but I, I'm mostly active on LinkedIn because mm -hmm. it's uh, I'm not B2B. cool enough to be on Instagram. And plus that's also where my demographic yeah, is. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, no, and then you can find me at jpda.co. So um, not .com. Yeah, CO. Yes. Company. Wait, speaking of this, did you go to Iraq? No, you oh, know okay. what? I, the, the They got third place. I said, hey, if they're going to play for the championship, I got to make my way oh, out there. Wow. Um, I would definitely do it again next year. And I encourage anybody that uh, is wants to help out. This was a fantastic way to do it. And you get to get the jersey. It feels good. Um, and just hearing the stories and seeing the videos of the thank you notes that came from the teams is, is, is pretty That's cool. cool. That's really sweet. So who translated the notes for you? The, uh, oh no, <laughs> they, 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 they did video notes. Oh, okay. So oh, no wow. one translated it. Gotcha, so gotcha. I, luckily mine was in English. Oh, I got to beautiful. see one other one. Gotcha. That, that That's whole so one was in Arabic. Funny question. When you were younger, did you see yourself in this space? I was always the black sheep, okay. so I always did things differently. So while like my brothers were, you know, worried about the store or you know going out with friends, I was playing on the computer, tinkering around Photoshop or figuring out how to build a website. So you do know how to build a computer. I'm I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know but, he fixes them now. Yeah, by default, I know how to fix Wi-Fi yeah, yeah, at yeah, a minimum. Yeah. You know. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so who inspired you growing up to be in this digital world? Um, you know what? I, I read a lot of Tim Ferriss's blog. Um, and that's where I actually found the book to do, uh, to do the app. Mm -hmm. And then I actually found a group on Facebook that is just a bunch of guys that learn, were learning how to start marketing agencies. And so I kind of joined that and took the leap of faith. And like, I'm, I'm really big on, if you can pay to be in a group of people who are committed to their craft, wow. do it. That's amazing. Um, and so I did that. And then I, I was starting to have a hard time with, you know, the sales portion of it. And I got to give a shout out to Simon Maddie. So this, this guy is amazing when it comes to business. And like, it's, he actually runs IOT today. They set up cameras and What's you know, IOT? 
IoT today, uh, Internet of Things. So if you want to come in and automate everything inside your house, yep. he's the guy to talk to. He right. is a complete nerd about that. So Amazing. he was um, helping, you know, build out spaces with, you know, the key cards that help you get in and out of the door, automatic camera systems, air con you know, all that stuff. He's amazing at it. He's a complete nerd about it. That's very cool. Yeah. So anyways. It's more all residential, not, not commercial. He does commercial. commercial. Yeah, and commercial. And he also does like a multifamily, right? Oh, so if you're building a multifamily, oh, gotcha, you can gotcha. definitely do that too. Cool. Um, but anyway, so he actually helped me out with the business front of it. And so I have to give him a big shout out. And then like, um, I would say uh, just having the opportunity through my brother. So cool. my, my brother actually loaned me the money to do oh, to do the that. app. And uh, without that, I don't think I would have ever learned SEO and those dominoes would have never fell. That's a great sibling. Um, something that just popped in my head is like, what's your opinion of this whole like NFT, NFT real estate, crazy wild west? I think, I, I honestly, I think a lot of it's uh, a scam and I think it's going to be forced into some type of value at some point. Mm -hmm. I think the NFT space is going to get bigger in the video game space. Okay. So when you're in Grand Theft Auto right now, you can buy uh, an apartment, right? But everyone mm -hmm. can buy that apartment. Yeah. But now if it's an NFT, you're the only one that owns that apartment and then it's an actual real estate on Grand Theft Auto or mm -hmm. whatever game it is that you're playing. Or if you're playing Call of Duty, you have that special gun that no one else can own, but yeah. you own it, right? right. So it's, it could increase in value at, at, at that point. So I see NFT's value outside of money laundering and video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they say that you're, you'll be able to buy real estate with NFTs. Yeah, and I, I can see NFTs being, uh, NFTs and uh, ETH, uh, Ethereum, mm -hmm. being contracts, right? So you will get an NFT deed to, at a, to a house, right? And that's gonna be logged throughout the world and no one can steal that document from you, right? It'll always say that you are the owner of mm -hmm. that house, right? Um, but outside of the, those use cases, uh, I, I really, I don't understand it enough. It's not understandable, I feel like. <laughs> um, it's digital art. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we like to close the show with a very important question, and that is, what does it mean to you to be Chaldean? Oof. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I think what it means to me, I think to me it means accountability. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I remembered growing up not really appreciating being Chaldean because like you do anything and everyone knows about it yeah. type of situation, right? What I noticed once I started traveling is, is that when you have no accountability, you really don't have that moral compass. And I think nice. wow. having that moral compass as a Chaldean is what actually brings value to being Chaldean. It's like, it's almost like you have a community of parents rather than, uh, you know, just your, your parents or your siblings, right? Yeah. So sure. we still have that village, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. I, I think we still have that village mentality where we want to see each other do well. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful answer. That's yeah. a great answer. We haven't heard that one before. That's so mm -hmm. true. The moral compass. I yeah. do feel like our community, it's like you're set with moral values. Yeah, yeah. When you're in, you know, so that's amazing. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you for uh, uh, sharing the uh, SEO space with the, with the audience. If you guys want to promote your products, services, business, uh, get an electronic footprint, call this man, Joseph Paul Digital Agency. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.